0: Hello, my name is Craig Kelly and this is Common Prayer. Well, welcome to our evening prayer edition here for this Monday, February 5th. I'm glad that you are here joining me as we continue our journey through the daily office. This is a Anglican devotion practice of a liturgy of morning prayer and evening prayer that is said every day. It's meant to be a daily consistent part of your walk with Jesus here as a Christian and I found that it's been very helpful for me in keeping that consistency, keeping that focus in my own prayer and devotion life and so my hope is that it will be of help to you as well if you were whether you're joining me here for the first time or whether you're listening again to uh, to another service here I'm, in either case I'm glad you're here and I hope this is a blessing to all of you. So, I'm reading from the Book of Common Prayer, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. If you'd like to find out more about the ACNA, you can go to anglicanchurch.net. You can even find if there is a parish near you that you can check out. Also, if you'd like to follow along with this liturgy that I'm going through, you can go to dailyoffice2019.com. And I'll leave a link to that website in the description. And you can just click on that and go from beginning to end, following me through the liturgy for this evening. So before we get started, I'd like to just take a moment here just to get my heart focused in on where it needs to be. Just kind of let the world move to the side here for a moment. And just focus my attention on Jesus. And I invite you to do that with me. Just lay the cares of the world aside for a moment. Let's just focus on the Lord and prepare for worship together. All right, so again, this is evening prayer for Monday, February 5th, 2024. In the church calendar, this would be the Monday after the second to last Sunday of Epiphany, uh, also known as Sextagesima. It's, we have one more Sunday of Epiphany to go, and then we will get into the Lenten season on Ash Wednesday, which will be on the 14th. So let's begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Dearly beloved, the Scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let's pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let's say together the Phosphiloron, this ancient hymn of the church for evening prayer. O gladsome light, Psalms appointed for this evening prayer for the fifth day of the month in this 30-day cycle begin with Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom then shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh They stumbled and fell. Though a host were encamped against me, yet my heart would not be afraid. And though war rose up against me, yet would I put my trust in him. One thing have I desired of the Lord, one thing I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the fair beauty of the Lord, and to seek him in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his tabernacle. Indeed, in the secret place of his dwelling he shall hide me, and set me high upon a rock of stone. And now he shall lift up my head, above my enemies round about me. Therefore I will offer in his dwelling an oblation with great gladness, I will sing and speak praises unto the Lord. Hearken to my voice, O Lord, when I cry unto you. Have mercy upon me and hear me. You speak to my heart and say, Seek my face. Your face, O Lord, will I seek. O hide not your face from me, nor cast your servant away in displeasure. You have been my helper. Leave me not neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord takes me in. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in the right way, because of my enemies. Deliver me not over to the will of my adversaries, for there are false witnesses who have risen up against me, and those who speak wrong. I would utterly have fainted had I not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. O wait for the Lord, be strong, and he shall comfort your heart. O put your trust in the Lord. Going on to Psalm 28. Unto you will I cry, O Lord my rock, do not be deaf to my prayer. Lest, if you do not answer, I become like those who go down into the pit. Hear the voice of my humble petitions when I cry unto you, when I hold up my hands toward the sanctuary of your holy temple. O cast me not away, neither destroy me with the ungodly and evildoers, who speak as friends to their neighbors, but imagine evil in their hearts. Reward them according to their deeds, and according to the wickedness of their own inventions. Recompense them according to the work of their hands. Pay them what they have deserved. For they regard not in their mind the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands. Therefore he shall break them down, and not build them up. Praised be the Lord, for he has heard the voice of my humble petitions. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart has trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart dances for joy, and in my song will I praise him. The Lord is my strength, and he is the sure defense of his anointed. O save your people, and give your blessing to your inheritance. Feed them and lift them up forever. Going on to Psalm 29 Ascribe unto the Lord, O you mighty. Ascribe unto the Lord worship and strength. Give the Lord the honour due unto his name. Worship the Lord with holy worship. It is the Lord that commands the waters. It is the glorious God that makes the thunder. It is the Lord that rules the sea. The voice of the Lord is mighty in its working. The voice of the Lord is a glorious voice. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedar trees. Indeed, the Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them also to skip like a calf, Lebanon also, and Syrian like a young ox. The voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. Indeed, the Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer to bring forth young, and strips the forests bare. In his temple all cry glory. The Lord sits above the floodwaters, and the Lord remains king forever. The Lord shall give strength to his people. The Lord shall give his people the blessing of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the book of Jeremiah, beginning with the 35th chapter, the first verse. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord in the days of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah. Go to the house of the Rechabites, and speak with them, and bring them to the house of the Lord, into one of the chambers, then offer them wine to drink. So I took Jeazaniah, the son of Jeremiah, son of Habazaniah, and his brothers, and all his sons, and the whole house of the Rechabites. I brought them into the house of the Lord, into the chamber of the sons of Hanan, the son of Igdaliah, the man of God, which was near the chamber of the officials, above the chamber of Mesiah, the son of Shalom, keeper of the threshold. Then I set before the Rechabites pitchers full of wine and cups, and I said to them, Drink wine. But they answered, We will drink no wine. For Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, commanded us, You shall not drink wine, neither shall you nor your sons forever. You shall not build a house, you shall not sow seed. You shall not plant or have a vineyard, but you shall live in tents all your days, that you may live many days in the land where you sojourn. We have obeyed the voice of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, in all that he commanded us, to drink no wine all our days, ourselves, our wives, our sons, or our daughters, and not to build houses to dwell in. We have no vineyard, or field, or seed, But we have lived in tents and have obeyed and done all that Jonadab our father commanded us. But when Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up against this land, we said, Come and let us go to Jerusalem for fear of the army of the Chaldeans and the army of the Syrians. So we are living in Jerusalem. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Go and say to the people of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Will you not receive instruction and listen to my words, declares the Lord? The command that Jonadab the son of Rechab gave to his sons to drink no wine has been kept. And they drink none to this day, for they have obeyed their father's command. I have spoken to you persistently, but you have not listened to me. I have sent to you all my servants, the prophets, sending them persistently, saying, Turn now every one of you from his evil way and amend your deeds. And do not go after other gods to serve them, and then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to you and to your fathers. But you did not incline your ear or listen to me. The sons of Jonadab have kept the command that their father gave them, but this people has not obeyed me. Therefore thus says the Lord, the God of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I am bringing upon Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem all the disaster that I have pronounced against them, because I have spoken to them, and they have not listened. I have called to them, and they have not answered. But to the house of the Rechabites, Jeremiah said, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Because you have obeyed the command of Jonadab your father, and kept all his precepts, and done all that he commanded you. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Jonadab, the son of Rechab, shall never lack a man to stand before me. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's say the Magnificat together, the Song of Mary from Luke's Gospel. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel. As he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The second lesson is a reading from St. Paul's second epistle to the Corinthians, beginning with the second chapter in the twelfth verse. When I came to Troas to preach the gospel of Christ, even though a door was opened for me in the Lord, my spirit was not at rest because I did not find my brother Titus there. So I took leave of them and went on to Macedonia. But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing, to one a fragrance from death to death, to the other a fragrance from life to life. Who is sufficient for these things? For we are not, like so many, peddlers of God's word, but as men of sincerity, as commissioned by God, in the sight of God we speak in Christ. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Or do we need, as some do, letters of recommendation to you or from you? You yourselves are our letter of recommendation, written on our hearts to be known and read by all. And you show that you are a letter from Christ delivered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. Such is the confidence that we have through Christ toward God. Not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything is coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God, who has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Now, if the ministry of death, carved in letters on stone, came with such glory that the Israelites could not gaze at Moses' face because of its glory, which was being brought to an end, will not the ministry of the Spirit have even more glory? For if there was glory in the ministry of condemnation, the ministry of righteousness must far exceed it in glory. Indeed, in this case, what once had glory has come to have no glory at all, because of the glory that surpasses it. For if what was being brought to an end came with glory, much more will what is permanent have glory. Since we have such a hope, we are very bold, not like Moses who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what was being brought to an end. But their minds were hardened. For to this day, when they read the Old Covenant, the same veil remains unlifted, because only through Christ is it taken away. Yes, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's say the Nunc dimittis together, the Song of Simeon from Luke's Gospel. Amen. Let's proclaim our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. And take not your Holy Spirit from us. The call to the day for this Monday after the second to last Sunday of Epiphany. Let us pray. Almighty God, through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, you revealed the way of eternal life to every race and nation. Pour out this gift anew, that by the preaching of the gospel your salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A college for peace. Let us pray. O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness. Through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. O God and Father of all, whom the whole heavens adore, let the whole earth also worship you, all nations obey you, all tongues confess and bless you, and men, women, and children everywhere love you and serve you in peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast here to offer up your own prayers and petitions to the Lord in your own words. We'll come back together and pray the general thanksgiving. All right, let's pray the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. All right, that will conclude evening prayer for this Monday evening. Thank you again for joining me in this time of prayer and worship. I'd love to get your thoughts on this podcast, on this service, on this style of prayer and devotion. Any thoughts, questions, prayer requests, whatever you'd like to reach out with, you're more than welcome to reach out to me. You can reach out by email at CommonPrayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach me on X, formerly Twitter, at CommonPrayer419. Also, if you are enjoying this podcast, uh, be sure to subscribe if you've not already done so. Also, any positive ratings or reviews could be very helpful in promoting this podcast to others who may be looking for similar type of content. And hopefully it will help others develop this new rhythm of prayer and devotion as well. And also you won't miss any future services to come, which in this case will be Wednesday at 8 a.m. Eastern for morning prayer and then followed by evening prayer again here at 5 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. But until then, I will sign off for now. So this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Thank you again for joining me, and God bless you, and I will see you next time.